Why do we have sex in private? That's what I want to ask today. In our last deep dive episode entitled, What the Zombie Apocalypse Teaches Us About Sex, I asked you, the listener, whether you think if we became hunter-gatherers again due to a zombie apocalypse, things would turn out differently than I had outlined on account of the zombies in specific. Thanks for all your answers to that question on Facebook, by the way. Now, here's one possible answer that I came up with that has to do with our species' peculiar penchant for privacy when we get our groove on. That's what we're talking about today. I'm B.T. Newberg, and this is the History of Sex Short Shorts. And now the royal team singing their big record, 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 short, short. I want to thank our Patreon patron, Mary Tokumaru, for making this episode possible. Before we get started today, I want to tell you about a great show called War and Conquest, the show that makes history fun again, hosted by the irreverent Neil Eckert. If you like battles, blood, and humorous off-color comparisons to modern-day events, then War and Conquest is the show for you. And Neil also does crazy stunts like his endurance test to see what it was like to take part in the charge of the Belgae against Caesar's legions. Find War and Conquest on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts, or at warandconquest.com. Why do we have sex in private? I mean, to me it seems a little weird. You would think it's quite a risk to leave the safety of the group to engage in an act that leaves you unable to defend yourself while you're doing it, right? Is it just me? Does it seem kind of weird? And yet... Most societies all over the world, including hunter-gatherer ones, seek privacy for mating. I mean, I realize there are exhibitionists in every society, and that some societies do have traditions of ritualized group sex or public sex even. But by and large, even in those same societies, the majority of people seem to seek seclusion when they make the two-humped beast. Anthropologist Donald Brown includes an offhanded comment to this effect in his book, Human Universals. And anthropologist Donald Simmons, too many Donalds, I know, speculates that perhaps seclusion emphasizes the exclusivity of the monogamous relationship. It's, you know, that I only have eyes for you kind of statement. I mean, just being alone like that, apart from the group, really communicates that to your partner. Now, I tried to research deeper into this question, why do we have sex in private? But it seems to be an understudied question at the current state of anthropology. So I wasn't able to turn up much more in terms of expert opinion. But the non-expert speculation that I could find, take this for what it's worth, suggested that maybe the potential for sexual rivals among public onlookers outweighs the risk of attack in seclusion. And that sounds pretty reasonable to me. However, in a zombie apocalypse situation, the risk of attack is much greater. And thus, you could imagine that public sex, or at least sex with guards posted, might become the norm. So how would that affect us? Well, that means, at minimum, that those guards would know when you're having sex and who you're having sex with meaning illicit affairs would become quite difficult indeed, or else you'd have to really trust those guards to keep mum about it. And that would make monogamy probably stricter than it is today. 
Now, on the other hand, you could also argue that it would go the other way. I mean, maybe rather than posting guards, you just trust the protection of the larger group and accept that they're going to hear you having sex through the walls of your tent or hut or whatever. And then sex just becomes more of a frank and forthright thing with less embarrassment. Like, yeah, that's just Joe and Jojo going at it again. And also, you know, gossip is less juicy when there's no secrets to gossip about. So maybe it would just become like, ah, it's just sex. But even in that scenario, I still think that the public knowledge of who you're sleeping with would still exert some control. Probably the result would be stricter monogamy again. I mean, norms in general tend to be more strictly followed in small groups where it's difficult to get away with secret violations. So I think that norms around pair bonding would be more strictly followed as well. All the more so if a zombie threat forces lovemaking into a public or semi-public space. Anyway, that's it for our episode today. I'm B.T. Newberg, and this is the History of Sex Short Shorts. Podcast theme music mixed from tracks by Kevin McLeod and short shorts by The Royal Teens. For additional credits, references, picks, and more, see our website at www.historyofsexpod.com.